Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Club podcast. My name is Jules, I am your host and today we are going to talk about the topic food restrictions and unhealthy eating habits or eating behaviors. Welcome to the Fit Club Podcast. I'm your host Jules, a certified fitness instructor and coach, and we're here talking all topics, fitness, healthy lifestyle, motivation, mindset, and more. The body achieves what your mind believes. So let's get into it. In this episode, I want to dive deep into something quite personal, actually. And that is my story about how I was stuck in, yeah, unnegative eating behaviors. And I was thinking I was healthy and doing the right thing for my body and eating healthy. But I actually just restricted myself. And this just led to the exact opposite of what I wanted to do of creating a healthy lifestyle and and eating healthy. I felt like I want to share my story here on the podcast The Fit Club because there are tons of girls and women struggling with food or their relationship to food out there and if you are someone who already had some negative thoughts about food or yeah just like maybe even a time where you were obsessed about what to eat and to eat the right stuff, then this episode is definitely for you. And if you are completely free and you don't care about what to eat, then that's so good. I'm happy you're there. I'm there now too, thank goodness. But it took me a really long journey, quite a lot of mindset work and working on myself and with myself, obviously, to get to that point. But If you are not relating to that pain point at all, that's totally fine. But maybe there is a woman or a girl in your surroundings that is. And yeah, you just maybe understand a little bit more what she is going through. You are so much more powerful than you think. And that is why I want to share my story with you and just let you know that you're not alone. I have been there and maybe of me sharing my story with you, you can even take something out of it. I think the first time I remember that I was kind of stressing about food or I started thinking more of it than normal. I mean, what is considered normal, right? I always say that there is no such thing as normal or perfect, but... I was beginning to track my food and I was 18 I think I just yeah I was just about to graduate high school and I remember I started doing a lot of gym and I really liked that idea of myself being lean and having abs going to the gym regularly regularly and eating healthy so What I did is I started getting an app where you could track food. I literally counted calories 
which at that point didn't even seem that ridiculous or it didn't seem weird to me. I just, I just did it. I was even so proud of it. So everything I ate, I would put into this app and it was, it was so cool because you were able to scan a code and then of the product that you ate and then you could just type in the, I don't know, the amount, for example, of what you ate. So I started tracking calories <laughs> and I wanted to always each meal to have under 300. This is crazy. Looking back and now as a certified PT, I am getting, uh, I'm freaking out about my behavior and my patterns back then because now obviously I look back and it was so unhealthy but well back to being 18 so yeah I started doing that and I remember also with the stress of my exams during during high school graduation I just also forgot to eat sometimes I was rather than studying of course than eating and so I started skipping meals At that time, I had a boyfriend and I remember him even saying to me, you are eating like a bird. You don't eat anything. And I was just like always, mm, no, that's not true. So I didn't even see it. I also was quite fed up by the way of my parents, how they cooked. I really did not like that anymore because they always cooked a lot of heavy stuff. So we normally used to eat a warm dinner. So dinner was always big and cheesy, a lot of pasta, like he heavy stuff, as I said. So I did not like that idea anymore of going to bed with a full and just greasy stomach, which is fine, of course. But I wanted to switch it instead with salads. So I started making my own salads at night while my family was having their dinner. Or sometimes, as I said, I would just skip it and then rather go to the gym and have a protein shake later or something. Right here, protein shakes are not a substitution for any meal. Is that clear? <laughs> I hope so. And then I went to Australia. So I turned 19 and I went to Australia. At that point, I was already skinny, skinnier than a year ago, a lot skinnier actually, but still like people did not say anything. Maybe my parents were saying that I got a little bit skinnier, but they just thought that would have to do something with my exams and that I was just stressful and I had a quite yeah, exhausting time and a few exhausting months behind me. But I was actually not worried about it. Instead, I was just very excited to go off and explore Australia and finally be able to eat whenever I want, cook whenever I want and just nourish my body the way I wanted to. This, of course, sounds quite good, doesn't it? it? It sounds healthy. Well, it was not. I got to Australia. I did not have the app anymore, the tracking thing. Very non-central though that only like two months later I then started tracking but via notes on my phone. I still have the note actually and that's also why I wanted to speak 
today about this topic because I was going through my notes and I found this horrible note that was saying food where I wrote down every day what I ate at what time and how much. Here, I did not want to track calories, but I just wanted to make sure that I did not eat too unhealthy, which is absolutely, absolutely unhealthy because here I started really obsessing even more. I was so panicking about eating bread or eating rice or pasta because I thought this is bad food. I was making myself a big bowl of either a salad or a smoothie bowl and that was literally all I ate. Sometimes I would eat bread but then I was trying to not eat anything else for the rest of the day while going to do the gym. I hit the gym, high intensity interval trainings and really burning calories so it just did not make any sense, now looking back of course, eating less. There was no sense. But I did it and this of course led to not only a lack of energy but then also just not enough nourishment in order to feed my body properly. Probably at one point was only waiting 54, 53, yeah, 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 yeah. My lowers because that's also what I wrote down. I didn't mention that but I was also weighing myself in the bathroom of my host parents secretly and constantly. Constantly means every morning, every morning just made sure what did I eat last night? Did I gain weight? Which is so ridiculous because you cannot gain weight in one day. Yeah, my skin was horribly bad. I have never had that bad acne and we speak about acne. Like not just a few pimples on your forehead. Back then I just got like cleansers and creams. Now of course I know it was just a lack of nutrients. My skin was breaking out because it didn't get enough food. Also because it didn't get the right food. Because now we're coming to a point of... Not only restrictive eating habits, but then guess what? What happens to your body long term if you are undernourishing yourself? It needs energy, your body, your mind, especially if you work out as much as I did at that point. I needed energy somewhere. And I, of course, took it somewhere, I went into the kitchen at night when everybody was asleep and Jules skipped dinner. Of course, at some point in the middle of the night, maybe she could not fall asleep. Maybe she woke up in the middle of the night because her tummy was rumbling and she just couldn't sleep any longer. So yeah, I had skipped dinner. Sometimes I would say to my host family that I'm going to eat later with my friends. Going to my friends, I'd be like, oh, I already ate dinner, but thank you so much that you wanted to invite me to have some pasta. I already ate. Of course I didn't. I just didn't want to eat the pasta. And yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night 
Or, as I said, when going to bed, I was so hungry that I went into the kitchen and just binged. I binged, I binged, I binged so much. If we speak about much, we speak about wanting to throw up later. Eight toasts with Nutella, three slices of cake if there was a birthday cake around. I ate so much that I felt, of course, so, so sick in my tummy. And the only thing I wanted to do is put the finger in the mouth. And it was not only embarrassing, more so, I just felt so ashamed. Because I realized something was not going right. It was more or less like a, a spiral, a vicious circle. Because the worse I felt after binging and... Worse, I mean, not just mentally, but physically. I could not move. I could not breathe. I was so full. My tummy was bloated and hard and it hurt so, so, so bad. Plus, of course, I felt sick that the next morning I was just so ashamed of myself and of this behavior. I was like... This has nothing to do with the jewels I want to be, the fit and healthy girl that I, what did I do? I restricted myself again. I was like, no, you were so bad last night. You have had way too much sugar and way too many carbs. And we go on and on and on. This poor girl was me. I am so deeply sorry that she had to go through that. The only thing that I can say, and maybe that's also why I'm recording this episode right now, and I, what, that's why I want to share that with you guys, because there is a way out. And my way out was acknowledging it as a first step. I knew that something was not okay with me and that this is not an eating behavior that can be long-term. It is not. I was not happy. I was so obsessed about a person I wanted to be or this healthy lifestyle that I wanted to achieve that I disconnected myself from my truest inner self. There was no empowering jewels. There was no such thing as looking into your eyes in the mirror and saying yourself, hey, you're doing well. You're beautiful. You're okay. You're gonna be okay. It will pass. This is just temporary. There was only acknowledgement that I'm doing something wrong, that this cannot be the right way to do it, that this is not a feeling I want to feel. Writing in my journal has helped me tremendously, but then I also said all the time and every day again that I do not want to be this person anymore. I do not want to stuff myself full and then restrict myself the next upcoming days. You might now maybe wonder if there was ever a person I talked to about what I'm feeling and what I'm going through. Or maybe you're asking yourself if anybody noticed in my surroundings. Did they see that I was struggling with my relationship to food, towards food? The answer is yes. 
not only did two girlfriends of mine from Australia, then also a girl from the hostel at one point who was saying, like, girl, don't you have a problem? Like, look at you, you're so skinny. I did not really care. Like, these were all comments that I did not think were real. I was just like, <laughs> come on, don't be ridiculous. I'm not that skinny. Even though I knew that I lost weight. Because as I said, I already acknowledged it. I already knew I'm going through something that I haven't been going through before. By now, we are probably, I'd say, seven months in the eating disorder. And that was when I also asked for help for the first time. There was this girl called Montana and I got to know her via Instagram. She is such a lovely soul and I really want to bring her here on the podcast one day. So wish me luck. She's from South Africa. I remember just loving her energy and her overall vibe so so much that it just kind of like got contagious and we started responding each other on our Instagram stories through that started chatting on Instagram through her I think it was that I started just being more mindful and being grateful and gratitude in overall but also in specific towards your body be grateful for your food and eating it mindful And then also, of course, realizing that food is not to be restricted. She taught me kind of what mindfulness is and that it is okay not to be perfect and not to be that version of the, the girl that you want to be. Yet, it is totally okay and there will be setbacks. You just have to try to keep going and to better yourself. So I meditated. Yes, it took me a while and I had to go through a lot of learnings and through a deep, deep transformational state. I remember I said to her, to Montana, I said, I just want this feeling of sickness and feeling bad about myself to not be here I don't want to feel this anymore and she was like well this is the first step you're already working on yourself so now it's not you're not binging every day anymore maybe just once a week or twice a week but we're getting better and you are healing and that made me proud and that made me realize that yes and I'm healing from within I'm healing by myself meditation changed my life I had to confront myself with me. And the way to do that is not to run away and to run into the gym and to distract yourself or, what I also did, look for confirmation and approval on the outside, which obviously doesn't come back because we all know if you can't love yourself, nobody else can love you either. I had to learn to calm down, to find my inner peace. From scratch, I had to find out who I am and what I want and that I am enough. And I really, I think, had to figure out what self-confidence even means. It took me 
I would say about two years, two and a half, until I stopped binge eating. It got less, of course. And at one point, maybe I would not binge for about four months. And then I'd have like three days in a row where I just, yeah, ate a lot of crap and was full but kept on eating and I did not really listen to my body or listen to my intuition, to my inner feeling and also did not listen to the pain in my stomach and in my head. I had so much oh, tummy and headache of just overeating. But what should I say? These two and a half years... It was tough. I did miss out on social events because food is social, isn't it? So in order to become more intuitive and practice, of course, also the whole intuition thing, I, yes, I had to be more mindful and I had to work constantly and actively on my mindset, on changing negative thought patterns into positive ones, never giving up, never stopping to work on myself. Now, I am at the point that I literally eat anything without even thinking about it. I do not make a list of what to eat or not to eat. I do not consider any food as bad. I am not feeling any guilt when eating pasta or pizza. In contrary, I enjoy it so much. But then also I enjoy to eat healthy and cook healthy and make a nice plate of veggies, nourish my body and soul with food that contains a lot of fiber, minerals, vitamins, all that stuff. But then if there are days that I eat chocolate or chips or pizza, whatever it might be, Nutella, that's okay. That is totally okay. I do not have to run to the gym tomorrow morning or eat less because of that. I don't have to work out harder. I do not have to force anything. Nothing like that. I just learned to not care. Don't ask me how. I really do not know exactly how I got from overstressing to now not even giving a fuck. But I'm pretty sure that it has to do something with the switch in my mindset and the changes over these past four years that I've been going through just step by step. So here, of course, first of all, the relationship to yourself loving yourself the way you are and healing your negative thought patterns is something that I would definitely recommend. And then, of course, meditation. Now, almost four years later, I'm also at the point where I want to help you get out of there if you are right now stuck in a unhealthy relationship with food. If you are stressed about what to eat or you just got caught up in this whole fitness spiral craziness that I've been in and thinking 
the leaner you are, the more fit and the more healthy, which is absolutely wrong, then I want to be here and just support you all the way through. From my own experience, I can tell you that there is a way to get out of there. There is a way to stay healthy, be healthy, and especially mentally and physically not get drained or caught up in your own spiral of doubt and lacking self-love. So much wiser now. I want you to know that you can do it too, that there will be ups and downs as all the time in life. But you got this girl. I know you do. And if you feel that you need assistance or maybe you know someone who might need some kind of guidance along this quite challenging way, I am going to offer one-on-one -on -one coachings where I'm going to teach you how to become intuitively fit. So bye-bye conventionally fitness industry and society standards. With intuitively fit, I of course mean the feel-good fit, the do-what-makes-you-happy fit, not just to look a certain way or to compulsively trying to have a certain lifestyle, aka healthy lifestyle. Back then, three years ago, I was desperately trying to be at that point where I am right now. I wanted to skip certain steps that I had to go through looking back now in order to be where I am right now and in order to now also be able to help women who are struggling with something similar. I do not know how long my healing process would have taken place if I did not get to know Montana and since she has been such a tremendous help on my own journey, I now feel the deep impulse to also be a guiding hand on someone else's journey. We are already at the end of today's episode. If you've stayed with me and listened until now, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to tag us at the Fit Club underscore podcast. Share with your friends, family, and feel free to message us at any time. Lots of love from me to you. I'll see you soon.